Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the new DCCC chair. Number two, the omnibus is out. Now what? Number three, how about George Santos? Let's get into it. We have some news at the top of Punchbowl News AM. Hakeem Jeffries, the incoming House Minority Leader, is likely to nominate Congresswoman Suzanne Delbeni, the Washington State Democrat, to chair the DCCC. That's according to multiple sources familiar with the deliberations. This decision helps round out Jeffrey's leadership table for his first stint atop the Democratic caucus. This is something that we kind of projected a couple weeks ago because Democrats, House Democrats think that they need another woman in the leadership. She is a she was a frontliner at some point, I believe. And she also chaired the new Democrat coalition, which is a group of centrists and moderates and um, kind of sits in the middle of the Democratic caucus. So uh, Delbeni is 60. She is a uh, uh, she worked at Microsoft. Her husband was uh, was had a big role at Microsoft and she took the seat that was occupied by Jay Inslee. He became governor of the state of Washington in 2012. Delbeni's on the Ways and Means Committee. A few things to note here. This is the first time in several cycles that the Democratic leader will pick the DCCC chair. The full Democratic caucus still needs to ratify that decision, but most people are going to go with are going to go with whoever Jeffrey selects because they're not going to turn against their leader, their new leader. Um, after their first after his first decision, um, two men, Ami Barra and Tony Cardenas of California, were publicly trying to get the spot. But the Democratic leadership felt that it was important to elevate a woman to the high profile position. And um, I, I think there's a lot of people who are going to be extremely happy about that. Um, so it's it's going to be Del Benny at the DCCC, Richard Hudson at the NRCC for a cycle that is going to be, at least theoretically, and you can't fall in love with the map, favorable to Democrats. They have a ton of seats. Republicans have a ton of seats where Joe Biden has, uh, where Joe Biden won in 2020. Obviously, will depend on who's on top of the ticket for both parties, but Del Bene um, has a much easier task than, than Hakeem Jeffries. That all being said, uh, Jeffries is going to this is a big decision for Jeffries because Jeffries had to Jeffries is going to be held accountable if Democrats win or lose the majority held. You know, he'll get the credit if they win. And this decision that was by Del Benny, Mark Pocan and Brad Schneider to put the DCCC decision at Jeffries feet is. Um, it's it's a high it's a it's a high risk one because. It, it puts a lot on, on the Democratic leader and not a lot on the caucus. Of course, the caucus has to ratify this, but forcing the Democratic leader to make this de decision just puts a lot of pressure on the Democratic leader. Number two story of the day, the omnibus is out. December 20th, five, three days ahead of the deadline, the omnibus is out. $1.66 trillion, 4,155 pages, and we have just a couple days in Congress to get this through. Um, the Democrats, uh, Senate leaders will need a, uh, a time agreement to get this thing through. That means that all members of the Senate will have to agree to get this through in in time. Now, um, there there's a huge winter storm that's bear, that's bearing down on um, 
the Midwest and East Coast. Uh, that could be a big challenge to get members of, of the Senate back to their, their hometowns, their home states for Christmas. So there might be some urgency here. But how do I see that? How do we see this pay, playing out? Let's just be clear here. So they'll probably, if all goes well, they will file a, on a they'll file to proceed to the they'll vote to proceed to the bill rather today um that would allow them to um uh get a cloture vote on Thursday theoretically and probably finish this up sometime Thursday then the house is going to have to jam this through the institution through the chamber in just one day pelosi's going to have to work her magic here because funding runs out Friday night let me just say this right now if this goes into Saturday, which it could, I don't, I don't think it will, but it could. Um, the government doesn't shut down Saturday. If there's a if there if there's a deadline on Friday, and um, a bill is in the works and looks like it's going to pass, the government doesn't shut down, especially not over a weekend. Um, we have all of the de- all of the um, uh, the the details of the bill um, in Punchbowl News AM. I want to just say a few things here. Defense spending at nearly a trillion dollars, $858 billion, which is 10%, um, a 10% increase, $45 billion in Ukraine aid, $38 billion in disaster aid, although the parties disagree on what the actual number is. Uh, non-defense spending rose, but at a, a slower rate than the Pentagon, so that's a big win for uh, for Republicans. Um there is a uh, a whole host of money for the NIH, a $2.5 billion increase to $47 billion, uh, $21 billion boost for veterans health care to nearly $119 billion. Um, a big bill, a lot of money. Democrats kind of last gasp of all Democratic power in D.C. Number three story of the day, one of the most stunning um stories that I've read in a very long time is the New York Times report on George Santos, which basically indicated their reporting indicates that the entirety of his resume is seems to be have holes in it. Um, (laughs) I don't even know where to begin here. There's very little repercussion because Santos is in the majority or will be in the majority. McCarthy, who needs his vote, is not going to call on him to resign. Um, Mondaire Jones said it's difficult to overstate how many people would have had to drop the ball in not even verifying the mere fact of Congressman-elect Santos' prior employment as he ran to flip a key house seat. I agree with Mondaire there. <laughs> Mr. Jones has a very good point. Um, I, this is something to watch. I wouldn't be surprised if this attracts the attention of perhaps the Ethics Committee, maybe not in a Republican majority, but at other authorities. This is quite the stunning piece that you should read if you haven't read already. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. 